Hi everyone, welcome to This is Lasonde, a podcast where we bring you stories from a diverse array of creators working to create positive change in the Lasonde community and beyond. So sit back, relax, be inspired, and learn something new with us. Today we have two guests joining us to chat about our best program, Artem Solovey and Maida Sedegat. Artem is a second year master's student in the civil engineering program who has been involved in the best program since 2019. Maida is the program manager at BEST, running the program for the past five years. Today we get their unique perspectives on what the BEST program is, what it teaches students, and what you can hope to take away from this unique experience if you decide to take part. We also discuss the importance of an entrepreneurial mindset in STEM. All right. Um, hello, you two. I'm glad to have you guys on. Hi, Connor. Thanks for having us. Hey, Connor. It's great to be here. So for people who may not know you guys, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? All right. So my name is Maida Sadaqat, and I am the program manager at BEST. I've been running the BEST program for the past five years, and I have more than 10 years of experience running entrepreneurship programs in universities. I have a master's degree in business administration, as well as a master's certificate in project management. I really enjoy working with students and I am passionate about creating experiential learning program where students get the opportunity to apply their learnings in real world projects to not only learn about their future career options, but also to even more importantly, to learn about themselves, their strengths and get to develop critical skills to thrive in their professional, personal and social life. I found, find it really, really uh, rewarding to be part of a student learning journey at Lassonde and New York and to see their growth over the course of their studies. I'll pass it over to Artem. Thanks, Maida. And my name is Artem Solovey. I'm a second year master's student here at York in civil engineering. Um, I'm focused on transportation. I've been involved in the BEST lab since 2019, where I actually started my own company. So I've been involved in various different activities, initiatives, uh, hackathons, summer boot camps, just working with students as a whole. And <laughs> so you said you started your own company. What company? So the company I started is called Why You Ride. Um, and it actually started from us uh, finding a really big problem here on campus, and that's students getting to campus. As a student myself since 2013, I figured that myself and other friends were traveling to campus for two, three hours on various different buses. And we figured that this is a really easy problem to solve because there's so many people driving to campus um, who are in single occupancy vehicles that can actually pass by the people who are taking these bus routes or other modes of transportation. And we kind of targeted both segments by saying that the drivers who are coming onto campus are paying very high parking prices. And the passengers that are coming on here are having this big discomfort by spending so much time in public transportation. Um, with the recent bus cancellations, or not so recent anymore, but the buses used to come onto the bus circle. Now there's a much larger walk onto campus. So we thought, why not combine these people and have the drivers on the way to campus be able to pick up others and have uh, the passengers be able to share the ride with the drivers and share all the costs. Cool. So they're like a, a York Uber. Yeah, that's that was the initial idea. The, the, when we first described it to other people, it was almost like Uber for York, but much more integrated, much more focused on the actual students and much more exclusive just to this community. Yeah, but that, that's amazing because 
I've actually like I've heard about that app. I've seen people use it on campus. So yeah, if that's any indication, you're you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, we, we try we try very hard with getting out there to the students. We're building this for the students, so we're in constant communication, trying to be like, what problems do you have with transportation? What are some of the commute issues that you have? How can we actually make this better, more tailored for you? And we also work with a lot of classes on campus as well, having why you ride as a project, either in a capstone class or just as a course project as well, which really get, gets us a lot of awareness and a lot of people interested in, in what we're doing. Wow. So it sounds like you really spread that awareness, which is good. <laughs> it's, it's what you need to do. Yeah. And that's the beauty of focusing on one specific location, which is York University. We're able to really get to know our audience, get to know the people. And we are students there as well. So we know what we're really building and we're building it with the people there. I mean, that's amazing. So on the theme of entrepreneurship, today I want to talk about the BEST program, or for those of you at home who don't know, the Bergeron Entrepreneurs in Science and Technology program. So I know BEST is a very large program and offers many resources and opportunities. And we could probably talk all day about everything it covers, but Ameida, do you think in a nutshell, could you summarize what the BEST program tries to offer for students? Of course, uh, BEST is a unique entrepreneurship program at Lesson with a vision to really educate, empower, and inspire students to become change makers through development of critical skills and knowledge in entrepreneurial experiences and education. At BEST, we provide environment, culture, and resources to enrich students' learning experience and giving them the tools and techniques to address some of uh, important challenges and empowering them to make positive impacts in local communities and beyond. Uh, we have various offerings that are categorized in three divisions of education, experience, and entrepreneurship. And usually students in their first years, they get involved with BEST by participating in our experiential learning activities on hand that we offer in fall semester and the best of experience in winter semester. Both on hack and best of experience are three-day multidisciplinary collaborative experiential learning activities uh, where students go through a structured learning journey and get to work on a real life projects to find solutions for some of uh, you know important local and global challenges, uh, usually around uh, United Nations sustainable development goals using an iterative design sprint framework. This experience really helps students broaden their perspective and encourage them to explore how they can address important local and global issues, really reflect on their experience and learning and challenge existing norms. So there are the two experiential learning programs that we offer in addition to these two experiences. We also offer the BEST certificate that is a transcripted certificate that integrates the multidisciplinary courses from the Sun School of Engineering, Schulich School of Business, and Oslo Law School to help student foster entrepreneurial mindset and develop valuable skills in problem solving, business planning and management, team building, project management and leadership, and technology and communication. Uh, skills that are really critical for their professional and career success, especially in today's rapidly changing economy. So students get to complete the BEST certificate in parallel with their degree program, and they require to complete nine courses uh, with a total of 27 credits. 
Majority of these nine courses are already embedded in the student degree curriculum. The remaining courses are the three entrepreneurship courses at Schulich, one law course at Osgood, and for BSc and BA students, there's also a communication course. So these cross-disciplinary courses would count towards um, complementary studies for engineering students or non-science requirements for BSc and BA students. The best certificate really complements student studies by providing them with a big picture approach and also helping them develop core critical skills and knowledge in accounting, finance, creating a business and marketing plan, pitching to investors, protecting their IP, financing an idea, and so much more. Um, students also learn how to communicate their thoughts with other professionals who may not have the same technical background as them and help them to be open to thinking through other perspectives. So that's about the best certificate. We also have uh, the other program, the best co-op program that students participate after completing their second year. Uh, this is an opportunity for students who have an idea for a new business startup or a social venture. So students are offered an opportunity to learn the ins and outs of buildings and uh, wanting a business in, in their field. They develop a broader awareness of the economy, explore business aspects of running a startup, and also learn about the importance of entrepreneurship within the global marketplace. This program provides students with the kind of experience that turns knowledge into action in an entrepreneurial environment. And the students experience firsthand the opportunities and challenges faced when moving an idea into an application and building a business. And they learn how to adapt to a changing marketplace. So these are the best co-op program and the best certificate and the best uh, experiential learning programs. Of course, we have much more, but I'll keep it as that. Um, just to add for the best co-op program, we have two streams. So stream one is for students who want the opportunity to build something from the ground up and uh, they get to work on turning their idea into a startup. And the other stream is for students uh, who are really curious about learning entrepreneurship without taking the risk of founding their own business. So they have that stream too uh, available to them where they join uh, one of the best data startups and really learn and witness what it takes to launch and grow a startup. Wow. Sounds like you've got a little something for everybody, like no matter what your experience is, because I know you're talking about, you know, first years, um, programs for second year. So it sounds like really anybody can get involved, right? Absolutely. And we also have a student roadmap on our website, which I encourage students who are listening to us to go and check it out, because it really maps out how they can start uh, getting engaged in best program from their first year and all the way up to, you know, their graduation. And even though there are all these different you know, pathways, like you said, it sounds like the common theme uniting them all is this idea of being really well-rounded, you know, not just specializing in one thing, you know, having the knowledge and expertise and not only the sciences, but also the entrepreneurship qualities and business qualities as well. Absolutely. That's right. So this is a really interesting episode because I have two guests here with very different perspectives. So Artem, I want to know that 
as a student, what the best program did for you. And if you really think you got that well-roundedness that Maida was talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, the well-roundedness definitely came over time, but you know, to me, the best lab is in simplest ways, it's like the heart of entrepreneurship on campus. Is this community of entrepreneurs, of students um, who have an idea, who just wanna try to make it a reality. And they come to the best lab and we help them with various resources, different events, um, really give them the tools to do that. So I always imagine like this, this beating entrepreneurship heart on campus and that's the best lab. And it just attracts some of the coolest ideas, some of the most interesting students who either have experience or don't have experience that come in and really try to make a, a really big impact on the world. Um, and starting off with campus, we always try to focus down, let's try to make it work here first and then go out and change the world. For those of you who don't know Andrew Maxwell, he's almost like the doc from Back to the Future. He's this guy that just has so many great ideas and just being around him gives you this new energy and all these ideas and you throw ideas at him and he'll be like, wow, this is great. What if we could do this? And you know what? I actually have this guy over there that's already doing that. I'm going to connect you here and tomorrow we're already going to launch this. That kind of environment, that kind of community, it's almost a privilege to be around because having that around you on campus, so easily accessible, so welcoming, so energetic, just really all you need is an idea and you might not even have an idea you just need an interest in entrepreneurship you walk in there and all of a sudden you can either join a startup you can create your own startup and it's so much easier than what it initially seems like you know creating a company going through all this complicated phases when realistically we take it step by step and start to create an impact almost from day one by trying to do the things really quickly and that's following the design thinking approach i guess we'll touch upon a little bit later but something that's very important to us in entrepreneurship. Um, the way I got involved is actually through one of the experiential learning opportunities that Maida was talking about. It was an event back in 2019 um, that was focused on sustainability. And the best lab was, was involved there. I, I was near graduation and I really wanted to do a hackathon before I graduated and have the opportunity beforehand. And I was like, you know what? This looks like a really cool hackathon. Um, I've heard about, about the best lab before. I really want to be involved in some of the things that they're doing. I joined in, in that and we kind of came in there not really knowing anything about what we were going to do. We just knew that we wanted to participate. Um, throughout the hackathon, we followed some of the tools, some of the templates that the best lab provided. And we figured that, you know what, there is a real problem with commuting. And we started talking about this and sort of realizing we have this problem. I was a person that drove to campus every day. Now my team is public transportation every day. And we started talking to some of the professors there, some of the students, and we figured, you know what? There's something here. And it's so simple to connect them. We're not reinventing the wheel. Ride sharing has existed before. But what if we really focus this on our campus? What if we integrated with the services that we already have? What if we really address some of the issues the students are truly facing with these things? Because Uber is unbelievably expensive to use every day. Um, there's a lot of safety issues when it comes to sharing rides with other people. Public transportation, you know, it has it has its own inconvenience issues. We actually spent the whole time almost really just focusing on the problem and identifying that and seeing how we could even approach the problem from different ways. And that shaped our problem as well, because we figured that this problem exists differently for people that drive to campus. It exists differently for professors. It exists differently for first years than it does for fourth years. So just all that together came to the end of the hackathon, we presented it to Maida, to Andrew, to some of the other judges there. And they were like, you know what, this is great. And the first thing Andrew said was, I want to see you in the best lab uh, tomorrow and start working on this. And I was like, it was, it was almost unbelievable because this is before any of the judgment was announced, who was winning, who placed what. It was just like, 
it doesn't matter what you place. You have a good problem to solve. I want to see you working on this and I'm going to do everything I can from our end to help make this happen. And that was my first step into entrepreneurship. That's when I realized that, you know, this idea that I just came up with over the weekend could actually become a reality. And it does take a person to, you know, have this passion to pursue it. But realistically, that's all you need when you first start, because the rest, the tools, the community, the opportunities are provided for you here on campus. So that's kind of my first step. And then um, coincidentally, that was right around the time when this program called Technion was running, where we actually went to Israel for close to a month. And we learned about entrepreneurship from Entrepreneurship Nation. There's so many different companies there that start up and just get either really big or they iterate, they fail, they try again. So we were in that environment, learned so much about entrepreneurship, got to experience, you know, a different culture, how they approach different problems, how they formulate them, came back here. And that's it. That's when I realized that this is what I'm going to do until either fail or I succeed in this, but I'm going to try this out. And I've been involved in the best lab ever since. And that gave me this whole new passion, this want to go beyond just my company. I wanted to learn more about entrepreneurship. I want to teach more about entrepreneurship. I wanted to get everyone involved being like, hey, like you have an idea. Let's make this happen because it really is possible here in the best lab. Well, so it sounds like it opened up a lot of doors for you because not only did you have this almost melting pot of you know, like-minded individuals, but your superiors were also people who really encouraged you along the way. Yeah. And, you know, fun story is, is actually that's how I started my master's. I was working on why you ride in the best lab. And because we were integrating with the campus, I wanted to get a lot of professors involved and I wanted to see, could we build this for you as well? And I coincidentally um, talked to a few professors in the civil engineering department and they were like, hey, you know, we're doing research and ride sharing. Well, let's collaborate. There's probably a couple of things on our end from the academic standpoint that, you know, we could talk about and probably from your side from trying to make this work on campus. So we chatted a bit and long story short, we kind of came to this conclusion where this could be a master's, this could be a thesis. Why don't we take ride sharing to the next level? And my current thesis is actually combining people and package delivery to a specific community. So if there's not only people heading to the same destination, packages are two, how can we make the most optimal match for a potential driver to do that? So that opened up not just doors, but those are new different pathways that changed my life because now I'm doing a master's that I never thought I would do. And in that master's, still being involved in Best Lab, obviously, just all these paths being opened up. And again, that's all just taking that first step and being involved with the Best Lab. So along that same note, you said, you know, just taking that first step. I want to ask both of you, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, what would you say are the most important qualities you know, a student can have to be successful? I think from my perspective, a lot of this is perseverance. One thing you learn in entrepreneurship, some quicker than others, is you fail and you fail fast and you try to keep failing until you find something that really has an impact and not being afraid of failure, not being taken back by it, but actually using this failure as a learning step, as something where you realize that it's just important to know that it can't work as it can work. And there's certain barriers that are beyond your control that you may face that will come your way and you're going to be like, okay, well, you know, I can't continue this. We face this with insurance, right? Insurance is an insane amount of money for a company that we're bootstrapping that we don't really have any money in. How do we overcome that? There's been a lot of different times when you're faced with these scenarios and some of them may actually have you pivot your company completely because you realize that's not a path that you can take forward. You're going to need to modify your product or you figure out that the people you're building this for don't actually want it. They've been telling you they want it. But when you actually build and you present to them and say, are you going to pay for this? They start saying, no, you know what? Maybe not. 
right? So that's part of the important reason of figuring out a good problem. But um, in general, I think it's perseverance and I think it's that passion. I think it's just that want to have an impact, that want to have a change, that want to really try something because it doesn't exist out there. Let's try to make this happen. And once you take that first step, you realize that you can do this quite quickly. You can try many things at once. And again, in the best lab, you get all the resources to do that. So that passion, that perseverance, and you know, a lot of these skills you develop over time. I didn't know how to write good emails when I first started my company at all. Like I was just like, I have no idea what I'm going to say, but over time you start to get better and better. You start to go to events. You start to talk to people. You get into this mindset of like, I'm a change maker here and I'm not afraid to fail. I'm here to make an impact. So let's chat and you know, people can shut you down and you're like, okay, great. That's important to know. Can we overcome this? Or is this a time when we are like, okay, this is evidence enough to us maybe pivot a little bit. So just really that want and that drive to continue because eventually you will make it happen. That's one thing I learned. If you really want to try, um, if you want to make a good change and you have some idea, good prompt to solve that being a student and even after you graduate, I graduated, I was involved in the best lab for a year before I started my master's. You know, once I finish my master's, I'm still going to be involved with the best lab. So there's this constant opportunity for you to always be able to do more and to try new things. And yeah, so to me, those are those are the main ones. All technical skills, business skills, you learn that, you get through that. That's you develop that over time. Yeah, if I can add to Artem's point, I think there is like as Artem said, being resilient, and also I would say coachability. I think entrepreneurship journey, as Artem was saying, is not a quick and easy journey. It has its own ups and downs. So it's really important for students to seek advice from their coaches and mentors as they go through the journey and also not to give up because good things won't come easy and it requires commitment and learning along the way. So coachability and being resilient to me are two of the most important attributes for students to become successful entrepreneurs. Yeah, I like what you said about, you know, learnability, you know, not being too set in your ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, they have to be open to other perspectives. Like, you know, there is not just one single thing that you can just sit down and think through. There's quite a lot of things. And as one person, you don't have the, you know, the necessary background or expertise in all those areas. So it is really, really important and critical, I would say, for students to go and seek out, you know, and ask questions as much as they can and implement those insights. I mean, not necessarily all of those, the ones that they, you know, they get a good evidence that's going to make a positive impact and help them improve whatever they are building. So that's something that I think would really uh, be critical in uh, what you're trying to achieve. You know, and one really interesting thing to add here as well is, is the experience you gain through this journey. You don't have to end up as an entrepreneur. You don't have to end up with your own company. These skills that you get when you go to work at a different company, just the understanding of how the company operates from zero to one from the initiation, why certain departments are important, how they communicate, the importance of certain things. You can start to see if there's any flaws in the company that you may be working at. So these skills, this mindset that you get, you suddenly become this person who's able to recognize problems, be able to have a very quick action plan to be like, you know what, let's test it out. This is a really fast and easy way we can test out this problem. 
all while still working under someone in whatever company you want to be in. So one thing like I would recommend for all the students is to really consider having an entrepreneurship as part of your academic experience here at the university, whether or not you want to have your company, whether or not you want to be an entrepreneur, because this skill set, this journey will add so much more to whoever you want to be in your career. And the fact that it's available here on our campus with such a great community, I think it's so valuable for students. Yeah, transferable skills, right? Yeah. And it's sort of like you said, you know, you came into the best lab and you ended up finding something to do your master's. So the result isn't always you know, what it seems. Sometimes you get something beyond your imagination. Yeah, and that was really beyond my imagination. I finished software engineering undergrad and it took me a few years longer than it should have to finish it. And I was never in any path was I going to continue in master's or anywhere along those lines Another degree, I was just like, at that point, I was set on working on you Ride, getting all these experiences. And, and all of a sudden, this opportunity for master's comes out. And I've already seen the different perspectives of a company, of a business. And I'm like, you know what? This sounds like a really good idea. And this sounds like something I really want to do. Whereas before, a year ago, there was no way, if you asked me, no path in my life that would have taken me to that career if it wasn't for that best lab. So when we're talking about learnability and perseverance and adaptation, so how would you say that your experience with the Best Lab changed your outlook or your perspective on how you approach problems now that may have been different than when you started? I mean, first and foremost, it's the understanding of the importance of the problem. There's a saying that Andrew always says, um, fall in love with the problem, not the solution. There's a lot of people jump towards a solution. It's like, oh, I built this. And then like, okay, who wants it? Who can use this, right? As opposed to going the other way and saying, I found this really good problem. I tried building this, it didn't work. The problem still exists, right? So I think it really gave me this new perspective of learning how to find, and it's a skill, find a good problem, scope that problem down into something realistic. You know, world hunger, that's a problem. It exists, right? But how do we scope it down to a problem that's something that we can actually tackle, something that we can test, something that we can iterate over time to get to that larger end goal? So really understanding the importance of a problem, finding problems, because problems are, they exist in a lot of different places. There's throughout your day, if you really take, take this lens of finding problems, you can understand and see that, you know what, this could have been improved, this could be improved. And you start seeing problems in different areas, but problems that are interesting to solve, not just it's a problem because you're annoyed with it, which could be a problem in itself, but just different areas could have improvement either with technology or just a different process. Or if this was tied in with that, that would make so much more sense. And then when you see these problems, also being able to scope them down to kind of just start seeing, okay, well, I could actually probably test this out quite easily. I can build a cardboard you know, prototype of this. And just starting to understand the scope it to iterate really quickly over some of the solutions that you may have gives you this new lens. And that's what I was saying about this experience that you get over this journey here. That's applied everywhere in my thesis. That's applied talk to students. That's applied to my everyday life. I'm doing this project right now that's associated with my thesis. You know, you're seeing these problems and like, what if we did it this way? What if we did that way? And it gives you that confidence to just propose these different changes that beforehand you may have just accepted it. But now you're starting to see that things aren't perfect and they're not working perfectly, at least all the time. And there's so much room for improvement. So it gives you this lens and gives you this passion to just want to be a change maker in everything you do. So I think that's really brought me, opened up a lot of doors and I'm really excited to see where they're going to take me. That's great to hear. I can't wait to see where it takes you to.
So to round things off, I just kind of want to ask you questions for both of you. You know, if students want to follow in your know, Artem's footsteps, you know, have an idea, maybe they just want to find a problem to begin with. What one big piece of advice would you give them in turning that from idea to reality? Um, this is a really, really good questions and also a good opportunity for me to explain our entrepreneurship program, uh, the best entrepreneurship program that is uh, available to students who have business ideas. And they really look forward to turning it uh, into a startup or a social venture. A quick overview of the program, it's a really great opportunity for students that they get access to coaching, mentorship, to like different resources, like access to machine shop, 3D printing for their prototyping, and also a working station in the best lab and industry. All these resources are offered uh, free of charge. Um, and students get access to these resources based on their engagement with the best lab and also their continuous commitment. So for students who have ideas uh, for a startup company, I think there is an application uh, where they share with us a little bit about uh, their idea and also the research they've done and maybe some of the next steps that they thought about. And once we receive their application, we'll be in touch with them and they get to meet one of our entrepreneurs in residence. And that's how they get started. They will have regular meetings with their coaches and mentors, and they go through the process of turning their idea into a venture. And with the support from their mentors and also all the other resources that I mentioned earlier that we provide through best. So again, I would say the most important thing, as Arta mentioned, is the very, very first step for students to take. I would say don't hesitate too much. If you have an idea and you are not sure if that's a good idea or not, just keep in touch. Come and see us and share with us. We are here to support and help you build your startup and launch your product or service and essentially turn it into a reality. So this is the very first step. Um, I really encourage students to come and um, take the first step because this is like a journey. There's going to be, again, ups and downs. They get to tweak it around and pivot. So again, the most important piece is the learning and learning what is involved in building and running a startup company. And they're going to use all the tools, knowledge and skill sets and expertise that they get to develop throughout this process in all their future endeavors whether their first business idea becomes a success or not. And uh, I'm glad Artem also mentioned that it's like they are going to use those in their everyday life, both professionally and personally. So uh, I cannot recommend that more. Really, it's just amazing. And I'm glad that we can provide these resources to students. And just to add to that, so that application is really not that intimidating. The application, in case you're worried about it, it's nothing crazy, formal. It's really, what are you interested in? Let's chat about it, right? I'm one of the entrepreneurs in residence here at the Best Lab. So we'll chat about what you're planning to do, what you're interested in, see how we can take it to the next steps. Um, another way to get involved is joining our hackathons, being involved in wherever you see Best Lab involved. There's a really good chance, actually, I can almost guarantee that Maida or myself or Andrew or someone integrated in the Best Lab will be there. You can always chat with them there. We have an actual space in the second floor of Rajon building that you can always drop by. If you see the door open, 
you can always walk in if you can look in the window and you can knock. We try to keep the door open as, as often as possible, but really it's just making these first contacts. And these ideas don't have to be anything profound. They don't have to be like this well thought out. I was really thinking of doing this and this is how I was going to do it. No, it's more about like, I did this class project. I really like doing it. I think that we can make this a reality. Can we? Let's try. Or, you know, this capstone project that we just did went really well. Can we take it to the next stage? That's all it is. They don't have to be any well thought out crazy ideas. It's just interests. Like I'm really interested in solving this problem that I currently have that I think others may have. How how can we make this a reality? And we'll go from there. And for every single person, it's going to be a different conversation of where they are, what they're interested in, what they've done, what potential skills would they need? If they're trying to build an application but they have no coding experience, how can we get them on board with someone who can help code that? Or are there different ways that, and I can suggest some that you don't actually need to code to build an application. Anyways, there's some really cool paths that you can take that are much less intimidating than it may first sound. Entrepreneurship isn't this like special gift that you're born with, or you need a special idea to join. It's really just, are you interested? Are you passionate? You wanna have an impact? Let's chat and we can make this happen. All right. So one last quick question before we end things. You talked about you know, hackathons. So for the people listening at home, when would your next hackathon be if people want to get involved? The first hackathon that we are going to run is on Hack that we are planning to run it in October this fall semester. Once we have all the details confirmed, so on our website, and they can get the information through the communication, like the emails or social media, and also uh, our website. So uh, keep an eye on it. And you don't have to code. That's why we call it on hack, means there is no coding requirement. Yeah, traditionally, hackathons are always coding, building something. We actually won that hackathon. We shared first place with another team. No coding whatsoever. And we try to always focus on, you don't need to code. If you're thinking that you may not have coding skills or you, they might not be you know, as, as high as you think they are, you don't need to code at all. You're really there to spend a weekend with a team, finding a good problem to solve and seeing what first steps you can take towards it. So really easy to get involved, no skills in your end required, just some interests and some previous experiences that you may or may not have. So many students who participated in our previous hackathons really called it a life-changing experience. They just couldn't even imagine that they are capable of doing like communication or conflict management or project management, leadership, all these critical skills that we talked about. They really get to uh, develop that confidence that they didn't have prior to that experience because they get to apply that learning and also they get to test it. And that experience really makes them feel comfortable with taking risks and also feel confident that, you know, they are capable of making change and go out and doing things that can save lives and make positive impact. So I, I really encourage all students to participate and really get to go through this learning journey with their team. Some of them they might know and some of them they might, you know, make new friends and really help them to, as we talk, like develop and uh, recognize some of their potential, develop those soft skills that we talked about and really give them the like a big picture approach and expand your thinking just beyond like, you know, engineering, math and science. So these are all the learnings that we are hoping that the students get 
out of these experience, all our programs, because we really want them to have that entrepreneurial competencies and mindset to become confident and also go out and play big roles, you know, whether in big organizations or, you know, starting their own venture. So these are some of the things that we hope students get out of the programs that we run at best. All right, so that wrap things up. Uh, thank you guys. You guys gave some really good answers. Uh, I personally learned a lot, so our audience is probably going to learn a lot more. So yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much, Connor. We'll see you at the best lab. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to take a visit now. Yes, looking forward to seeing you in the best lab. So that was Artem Solovey and Maida Sedigat. I hope you found this episode as informative as I did. If you're interested in learning more about the BEST program, visit lasan.yorku.ca BEST. And who knows, just like Artem, you might get a lot more out of this program than you ever could have imagined. See you next time. Thanks for listening to us on This is Lasan. <laughs>